podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Hello, good afternoon, good lunchtime. Hello, what have you had for your lunch? Have you had anything nice? I love lunch. What's my favourite meal, do I reckon, in a day? Um, Well, to be honest, I don't get these people that say that they can skip breakfast. I, oh... I'm just thinking about it, it's making me feel sick now. I just can't skip breakfast. I, f- I like dry wretch. Some imagery for you there. But that doesn't mean to say that I like breakfast. I think I just see breakfast as a way to sort of fill your gusset. Whereas lunch, well, I don't know, you can't really have anything. Well, you can, you're the ruler of your own destiny. But in theory, you can't really have anything too flamboyant for lunch you know you don't really tend to have your quail your lobster you know things that I have day to day you know sometimes I have quail for breakfast I'll be like Ca-ca! that's the noise a quail makes when it's running away from me because it knows I'm gonna fry it up good with some sweet shreddies moussaka when you have stuff that's flamboyant you've got to put cereal in with it in order for it to still qualify for breakfast okay glad we've got that sorted out now thank you thank you thank you hello welcome to episode 12 oh yeah this is a jolly old time yeah it's good feel good actually do you know what actually i'll tell you this so quit smoking i'm trying to be a bit more yen with my life a bit more positive because I've only got myself to blame, really, haven't I? Oh, do you know what? I've shaved the side of my head and it is, it's like Velcro. I keep scraping it against stuff. I can't even, like, rest my head on my pillow properly because it's, it's like static thrust intense irrigation. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so give it a smoke. I, try, I just want to go to Edinburgh this year, non-drinking, non-smoking, don't really want to get into a rut, it's not a party place, it's business, it's to do work, and to have fun, but having fun doesn't mean to get lidless, that's having irresponsible fun, and to be honest, I don't even find all that that fun, I'm fu- do you know what, I have fun in small groups, drinking and smoking, but not enough fun to sacrifice. I mean, you'd have to be an idiot. Not enough fun to sacrifice something that you've spent fucking shitloads on and worked really hard for. So you're a plank, really. And those people are like, oh, but the schmoozing is really good. Schmoozing and me is just absolutely ridiculous. If ever there's anyone important that I should speak to in comedy, I get myself in such a flap about it that I single-handedly say something bizarre and then am worse off than when I hadn't said one word. I remember I was chatting to someone not long ago and I just started talking about my vagina, how I had a urine infection. And the thing is, I didn't even have a urine infection. I don't know what had happened. I don't know. I think I'm a big believer in as well that, I mean, no, I am a believer in this, that essentially... Your creativity and your own talent will prevail. So, and I'm not even going to be your 
around the bush. I mean, if I was saying this on another episode, maybe I would say different. But on this day, precisely, I am talented enough. I'm a very good comedian, you know. <laughs> Harriet, someone's had some quails for breakfast. Oh, I am. So, if people see that, then they have seen right. If they don't see that, then they've seen wrong. <laughs> oh, fruity. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, so I just can't. I just get so anxious in those situations at the bars with industry people. So I'm going to be more yen for Edinburgh. And then it was weird, actually, because a friend of mine, he didn't know that I'd just given up smoking. But he happened to be doing the weekends in Manchester. So I got in touch, said, hiya, uh, do you fancy me up? Because he's do So in my new stuff, he's doing this sitcom. And I'm one of the characters in it. And it's great fun. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be fucking special. So so keep your, keep your apples out and your ears peeled. So he was up. And he's literally the most positive person you could ever meet. And, I'm, you know, people say, Oh, this person, they're just the most wonderful person. And obviously it's just like a blanket net phrase. And you say it about everyone. But this guy, I can... Let me think. Yeah, I can't think of anyone more positive. And he's really big into, like, self-help and, you know, creating a better you and all this business through books and stuff. And he's encouraged me, got me some books. I've started reading them. And do you know what? I'm really, really helping. I know these things don't help everyone, but I think just to open your mind and go, do you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna open my mind a bit, do these tasks that it says in the book, just be more open to positivity to come my way. So I think it's very easy to bumble down and go, oh, well, it never comes my way, and blah, 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 and close yourself off and just be festering in your own swamp. So I've got out my swamp. I'd say I'm up a tree. Oh, did I tell you this last week? I've seen a photo of goats up a tree. I think I did say that actually. I saw cows in the river the other day as well. I took photos. So if you don't believe me, look out on my Instagram because I'm going to do a fucking montage. Montage of cows in the river. So I was taking a photo of these cows in the river and then one of them had massive eyes and it looked at me whilst I was taking a photo of it and the look in its eye just when it looked at us, I was with my boyfriend, just looked at us and then it it didn't even do a loud moo. It did a, like a, uh, and that moo must have said something specific because it wasn't particularly loud. And there was, what, about six other cows and they all just scarpered when it did that moo. And I thought, do you know what? That's what humans have done to you, that that you look at a human and you think they were going to do something horrific when I was just really enjoying you. I was enjoying you, enjoying the sunshine, enjoying the lake. So I just wanted to take a photo. And then we felt terrible that we disrupted your lovely time. So then we scarpered and then had a little peek back. And they seemed to have um, taken back up a vicinity in the lake. In the river? In the river. I don't think... I think lakes are wider, Harriet. I think lakes don't lead anywhere. Do they? I think all water leads somewhere, doesn't it? No, because ponds don't. Yeah, ponds don't. I couldn't get in a pond and then swim to the sea, could I? Well, I could do, but I'd have to 
get back online and be on yeah okay but so not what i was actually saying really mm-hmm. so yeah so welcome to episode 12 and in true positivity manner the podcast doing amazing yeah i'm on ten thousand listeners so that's great isn't it ten thousand of you lending me your ears very kind of you indeed mainly in the united states of america i wonder if i go to the united states of america one day people will be like holy smokes that's that girl that has that podcast that takes montages of cows in rivers and i'll go yes she is i now to breakfast that's what'll happen so in all fashions of this podcast let's tell you some good news i'll tell you some good news so as you heard in the last episode obviously yeah it's been terrible in manchester really upsetting but the manchester bombings those of you that don't listen regularly that's 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 the vicinity that i live in i live in manchester i live in glossop which is half an hour outside on the train but lived in manchester for a while lived fairly close to where that happened previously so do you know what i've been really well not surprised because i had manchester down to a t i know the sort of place i'm living because i don't set up a route any old where may i tell you so i know how good manchester is it's been so solidarity what's the word that what would be the word so it's been so solidarized why not been so solidarized by what's happened and obviously there's minorities that have used the atrocity for division but this is tiny 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 minority and i mean you don't even fucking you don't even give them the time of breath do you know what i mean it's just fucking nobody's absolute amoebas fucking scum pond amoebas but overall just thou everyone from all religions has come together and uh, there was a this young muslim called baktash nori been standing on market street in the city center of manchester blindfolded with a sign saying i'm muslim and i trust you do you trust me enough for a hug and just loads and loads of people have have been coming up to him hugging him and it's part of this is like small or is it small or is it random acts of kindness i think it's small acts of of kindness and you know what it is these small things like this may sound a tiny thing but the amount of people that were touched like one woman said i haven't i've cried every day since it happened i haven't cried today but now i'm bloody crying because of this and then another guy filled up and he said that his his brother died in in the attack and just thank you so much for for doing this and and it does seem small, but I think I think it's quite raw, and there's a lot of emotion there for a lot of people. And it's one because it, it's one of those things, isn't it, that things like this happen so many places in in the world. But so we are fortunate that you know where we're from, these things haven't happened, and it's really rocked us, and it's made us realise you know what other countries do go through and at one point people were queuing to hug him and chris parker who was one of the homeless men homeless hero in the attack he was one of the ones that came up for a hug so good on you back dash nori well done just because it is none of us 
no one I've, I've like I said this before, I've not heard anyone fucking, you know, going all oh, the Muslims or whatever, but then like I've said before, I don't surround myself. I wouldn't I wouldn't be near anyone that would say that because I don't like my Facebook's on lockdown and all that sort of business, do you know what I mean? I I think we've all done this when you from time to time wonder what people you went to school with are up to. And I had a look at this one lad I went to school with <laughs> on his Facebook page and it was just like all Britain first send them back this this and that it's like how would you fucking know anyone that was anywhere anyway because you haven't left Cornwall in 33 years you fucking boz-eyed dumb cunt honestly these people is the family of like the, the family who it is well there's there's this estate in Cornwall by me and there's like Sorry, we shouldn't say this. There's one member in every single family who who someone's blatantly slept with someone that they shouldn't have because there's always one, at least one member in each family that's like boz-eyed, got a limp, something like that. And then this family in particular that I'm on about, I went to school with, they look at you like... Because my family's always like... We came essentially from London, moved in and... People that, like, who are these? Do they think they're too good for around here? All this sort of business. It's like, no, we just haven't been born and bred in Cornwall. Well, my dad has. What's the, what's the point? To yeah, and because and I've all I've always not dressed, like, at what the fashions are. I've always just liked what I liked. Always liked bright colours and stuff like that. And the fucking shit and looks that you get, and it's just like... So, so anyway, this family in particular that I'm on about, they literally all work in the same shop, and it's probably... Not maybe not even a 10 minute walk from their house and that is what they've done since before I left home and I left home what 12 years ago I get that some people just don't that like they settle some people just happy to settle and who am I to say that they're like they're wrong I personally think life is to get what whatever you can out of it not in a like i'm a leech kind of way just in what a wonderful opportunity and places there are to see and visit obviously it's not as easy as that a lot of the time just you know getting up and going because of money because of mental health because of this because of that on the whole life life can be really special and think about you know all the people that have been taken away suddenly that would have loved to have done this and done that and then you and then you're telling me well you're essentially racist against people that you've never bloody had any experience with or knowledge of um or the issues that they've faced to want to come over here and stuff like that for a better life and how is how in any way does this affect you when your literal life circumference for for all of your lifetime has been a 10 minute walk Oof. well Harriet well that's that one uh, number two, this girl, bless her. So this girl's in a wheelchair. She is an actress. She, I think, she spends a lot of her time between LA and London. But this time she was in, I don't know why she was in Cardiff, but she was in Cardiff. She's waiting for a taxi and this fucking taxi driver's pulled up, started shouting at her that he can't take a wheelchair when, she, like, if you're in a wheelchair, you know, isn't it? You know, because she said she was happy when that taxi pulled up because she knew but that's one of the taxis that she can fold a wheelchair up in and she can get in because she prefers to get out of her wheelchair while she's riding in the taxi rather than have it all strapped in. So then the guys started shouting at her and then said that he can't do it and then asked for the next person to get in. And then the next person 
has gone, no, you've just treated her awfully, I'm not getting in. And then the next, like, seven or eight people that he's asked wouldn't get in, and and so she was just putting on social media, like, thanks to everyone that did that, like, the kindness of strangers. And I bloody, because I've been in a taxi driver, I've been in a taxi driver, I've been in the taxi before when the guy that I've, that's been driving the taxi, I've, I was in was really nice and he was shouting at this other guy who refused to pick up these Japanese tourists because obviously they're from Japan they've just traveled in and they just want to go to their hotel they didn't know that their their hotel is literally like oh it's not even like a five it's just literally just there but they don't know where they're going and they just want to get in a taxi and they have a lot of luggage but the and then this taxi driver is kicking off saying he don't want to take them because it's so near but you have to take... Apparently, that's the rule the taxi driver that was nice was telling me. You can't just pick and choose. And so, obviously, the taxi driver that that essentially should have had the girl in the wheelchair is a fucking lazy cunt and um, couldn't be asked to put a wheelchair in the back or just wanted a, an easier life. How fucking dare you? Who the bloody hell do you think you are? Honestly, things like that really infuriate me, but well done for the seven or eight people that said they refused to get in with him so i hope i mean these people probably never learn a lesson but in it'd be nice to think that he did gosh i'm bloody busting for me so finally finally it's happening to me right in front of my face finally oh my god so this guy in america sean thomas is now 42 years old and he's just spent 24 years inside prison for a crime he didn't commit. So, in 1990, he was convicted for murdering a Puerto Rican businessman, right? And the guy, Sean Thomas, he had an alibi, right? His family, but no one else believed him. Like, what? And then, but you'd, you'd think he'd be livid. And, but he said, I feel wonderful, a free man. I can't feel no better. Hey, man! Just got to believe in God and have the right legal team and keep fighting. I don't want no animosity towards nobody. What for? Life's too short. You can't get it back. I just move on forward. It's a tragedy what happened to me, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. Well, what a lovely human. Because 24 years in prison. I mean, he can't have had it easy. I doubt it's a walk in the park. Well, what? I think I think that is a lesson for us all to learn. Like he's so positive after even after all of that. What a legend. Sean Thomas, I salute you. And I also play my celebratory horn. Yogel. Is that a yodel? One of them little those horns that Is that what the rag and bone man? So what? You will never know this because I edit them out and they take me a fucking age to edit out. But I sniff, the amount I sniff is unbelievable. And I'll tell you this, I don't even have a runny nose. I think it's like a nervous sniff. I think if I don't know what, like, if I've run out of something to say, I'll do like a sniff. But yeah, it's pointless telling you that because, you, I, I, well, I try. I like to think of I edit them all up. Okay, wow. I think... Some great stories today. Very pleased with those. Very pleased with you, my listeners. What a lovely bunch of folk. 
please get in touch and uh, leave a review and all of that and get in touch on Don't Worry by Polar Happy at gmail.com. Thank you. Genuinely from the bottom of my heart. Good night. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.